so uh i guess um i didn't quite notice it when he was younger but in about third or fourth grade uh there was an incident the teacher said that he was crying he was having outbursts crying in classes that was the beginning of I guess me noticing that something was going on. Welcome to the Paris of the Plains from Kansas City. In the middle of the map, I'm your host, Matt Hodap. There's that common phrase, uh, it takes a village to raise a child. but. Sometimes it takes a child to bring a village together. This is a story about a family joining forces to save one of their own at one of the hardest times in that child's life, and a mother going through hell to make a better life for her kids. This is Valander sacrificing for her family. He wasn't participating by the time it was middle school. The teacher was saying that he would take a book and um, close himself off from the rest of the class. I think that was the onset. We moved back here to Kansas City. Um, Had no clue. I had no clue of what the schools were like here in Kansas City. Eventually, one day, I opened the mail, got his grade card. And um, he had all Fs. And I said, what is going on? Why is it that you can't bring your grades up? What is wrong? He was doing the dishes at the time. Let me backtrack a little bit. One of the things that I noticed when we were in Washington State is he would be doing the dishes. It seemed as though it was either every time or every other time he would come out with some cut course he would say well a glass broke or a plate broke or um, the knife cut me and I call myself at that time a bubble-headed parent because I was like okay because that happens you know it, it that certainly happens what I didn't pay attention to was every time so I was I was so busy trying to finish school and take care of the other boys that I didn't pay attention to what was going on I, the day that I was fussing at him about his grades, he walked, almost ran out of the kitchen into the bathroom. I was not three seconds behind him. And he had already made four cuts on his arm. Um, and immediately I went into hysteric mode. Oh my gosh, what is going on? Why are you doing that? Why? I had heard about cutting, you know, I mean, you hear about it, but until it comes home to live with you, it doesn't mean anything. Doesn't mean anything. So he's crying and I take him into the living room and I say, what, why are you doing this? He said, you don't know, I've been doing this for the last few years. 
You don't see anything. And I said, yeah, you're right. I haven't seen anything. He said, you don't listen. I try to talk to you. You won't hear anything I have to say. And um, at that point was when I understood I needed to understand. I needed to understand and hear him. So that Monday morning, he goes back to school. This little girl starts to mess with him again. There are scissors laying around. He picks up a pair of scissors. The teacher thinks he's going to stab someone, but he only wants to cut. On Sunday, when I asked him, why does he do it? He said, it relieves the pain in his head. I'm in class at this time. They call me. I answer the phone and they say, your son is under arrest. You need to come down. I said, wait, okay, I'll, I'll be right there. So I stop what I'm doing. I go directly to the school and he's crying and I start crying. Sorry. And um, I say to them, don't, don't arrest him. He's, he's going through some issues. And they said, they were really kind of matter of fact, what issues? I said, well, I think something's wrong because he's been cutting. And they said, what do you mean he's been cutting? I said, well, look at his arms. So he's got these fresh wounds. Okay, so I'm not going to lie. The first thing I thought was I want to take a chair myself and (laughs) hit one of the police officers because of how insensitive they were. And so I said, just don't arrest him. And they said, we're going to take him to go get evaluated. I said, okay. They diagnosed him with major depressive disorder. They diagnosed him with bipolar disorder. Um, They diagnosed him with autism, with Asperger's. not go back to the hospital but he would go to a particular psychologist that was very good so after he wasn't seeing her anymore he and I guess with with some depression comes paranoia uh, because all of a sudden we were after him not only were we after him all the police were after him When we started seeing another psychologist, um, she said, it is in his head. And what you can't do is you can never buy into what he says to you. And you can never buy in to the fact that he's angry with you because he's not angry with you. He's angry, but you just happen to be the person that he's closest to. And so you are the one that he takes it out on. It was the fact that whatever this onset was coming on, it was taking its place. Um, always afraid to tell family. Um, afraid to tell friends. Never wanted to date because I was afraid that people wouldn't accept him. Um... So just decided to myself, I just need to be alone. 
Um, I will probably have to care for him for the rest of my life. Thank God I have an older son. So my older son is 10 years older than him. And when my older son found out that he was having these volatile fits, he decided, he said, I'm going to come down for the weekend. I said, okay. So he came down. All of a sudden, my son gets ready to go into one of his episodes. And um, my older son says, no, let's go. We're not doing this. I don't know what kind of, I don't know what it was, but my older son could shut it completely down. And um, they come back. And my older son says, I want to tell you something. You are done raising us. I have this. You go live your life. And that, I said, well, but I still, he said, no, this is not your issue any longer. I got this. When I look back on this and, you know, you never know why you have a child when you have them. My older son, when I had him, I was 12. And, um, but for years, never even knew why this kid existed. Couldn't figure it out. But I now know. He wasn't there to annoy me like I always thought. Um, but he was there to assist me. I guess because God knew after a certain time in my life that I would be alone and that I would need the help. I wasn't married when I had him and some things happened for his conception. And back then, when things like that happened to you, uh, in my family, you didn't abort the kid. You had him anyway, regardless of how he got here. He just became a blessing to me, even though in the beginning, when you look at it, it was almost as though he was somewhat of a curse. He became like a rock for me to deal with my other son. Um, he became so much um, for me to depend on. As I'm jumping ahead, my son with a mental illness is 26. He's able to maintain his own place. He's working. So he's, he's at a good place. But I guess mental illness is progressive in either one way or the other. So it's progressively worse or it gets progressively better. And so at some point I saw it get progressively worse. But at the stage that we're in right now, I can see it getting progressively better. I had to go back to school to get a master's in special education because I wanted to know what was going on. I wanted to make sure that they were not railroading him in school. I wanted to make sure that any other child I came across that had any kind of illness or was dealing with any academic deficiencies, that I could see it. Um, so my son has taught me to look at life in a different fashion. 
And I know that he will probably never get to where the other boys are. I have one that's in nursing school. The other one that's this blossoming artist that that we're so proud of. Um, one that is a union organizer. And then I have this one. Um, that I'm not sure what God is going to do with. But I know it's going to be okay. Thanks to Volander for sharing her story with us. This story was recorded in the studios of KCUR 89.3. That's Kansas City's NPR station. Paris of the Plains podcast is part of the Fountain City Frequency Podcasting Network, dedicated to sharing stories from and about the Midwest. You can find more at fountaincityfrequency.com. I'm Matt Hodap. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.